Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Show 56 of Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com and on my app, Lessons in Life and Love, on the go. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves, so you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships, which seems too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life that you desire and have the love that you deserve. So if you have a personal concern, I invite you to meet with me for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session this week. Just sign up at my website, rihannamilne.com. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. Today starts the beginning of a series. It will probably be five shows long because it's a five-hour webinar that I did last Saturday for single women. It's called From Surviving to Thriving in Life, Love, and Business, The Mindset for Success in All Life Areas. So today is going to be part one. Lachey, my assistant, will be assisting me, and you can listen in on this webinar. If you would like to attend the replay, that occurs this Saturday, October 5th, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, and 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific Time. To enroll, simply go to my Facebook page, Coach Rihanna Milne, and scroll down to get the link for the October 5th showing. The summary of this webinar will be featured in the upcoming few shows of Lessons in Life and Love. I hope you enjoy all the information. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving Success in Life and Love for Single Women, coached by Rihanna Mill. On this workshop today, Rihanna will teach you how to go from surviving to thriving to create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. Now, without further ado, Rihanna, I think we are ready to get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome, ladies. I'm so glad that you joined me. We have so much to cover. Oh, my gosh. I love to educate and I love to change lives. Today, much of my information is from my program, From Dating to Mating, the Life and Love Transformation Program for Singles, and we are going to cover a lot of Module 1, which is called Awake to Awareness. And as Dr. Phil always said, you can't change what you don't acknowledge. For me, I say you can't change what you don't understand. And I think that's really an important concept because we have to understand what we're doing, right? We have to understand what we need to change. When it's coming from the unconscious, we have to have the understanding of what's coming from that first. So that's really important. We are sisters coming here today to learn, to grow, to share, and to support each other. We want to share with open hearts, open minds. You know, we all have been through a tough life. I was making breakfast today and I came across this saying, it says, I love life. It is my birthright to live fully and freely. I give to life exactly what I want life to give to me. I'm glad to be alive. I love life. I wanted to encourage you for that. And then I had this other card that I got at Center Spiritual Living. I claim my own power and I lovingly create my own reality. 
I ask for more understanding so that I may knowingly and lovingly shape my world and my experiences. That's what we're doing today. We're getting to a deeper understanding of where we've been and where we want to go. And in the meanwhile, teaching you the mindset for success that will help you reach those goals and dreams in life, love, and career. We want to have you reach them in all areas. You are rock stars for being here. We're going to do a live meditation because I want you to learn that. It's very important. People say, do you always have to go back to your past to get further in your future? Yes. This has come very much a reality to me in something that happened in my life. And I needed to do some deep research to help myself. And in that process, I was helping so many of my therapy and coaching clients from New Jersey, where I was at the time. And I found it was like a rainbow of healing effect for me. In the beginning, I was at, I don't know what I don't know. And that was very frustrating, having a master's in psychology and being through what I went through. And it's like, where are the answers? And of course, I have a ton of psychotherapy friends, right? Right? So I went to them and nobody had the answers either. And that's what was very frustrating for me. I went to what I know best, research and reading and finding the answers and being relentless to help myself to heal. I felt I did better and then I slipped and then I did better and I slipped. And what I was doing was changing my unconscious by the awareness that I was learning. So as I was learning, I was getting stronger and more empowered and more confident. And then I got to the other side of the rainbow where there was peace and calm. And no matter what difficult transition I went through, I could stay in the state of calm and peace and meditate and just go to my plan B or think outside of the box. And it was a whole different way of living and experiencing life. I had more energy. I was healthier. I rarely got sick. You just feel better. Mind, body, spirit, everything is healthier. When things will challenge you in life or if a bad situation happens to you or you go through a difficult transition, mindset for success will get you through it all. That's why it's my passion and my purpose. I took my pain and made it my purpose to help change the way the world loves and in doing so through education. That's how I know to do it. And I love Tony Robbins saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. Picture a plant, you know, as it grows and then it gets its blooms and flowers, which we have so many of in Florida. That's why I love living here. This paradise. And then when it stops growing, you know, slowly it just starts dying and its petals fall off and it withers away. So it's very important for our soul and our psyche that we keep growing, that we don't reach that stage of stagnation or feeling stuck or afraid or staying stuck in fear. You don't want to stay in the resistance ever of feeling like a victim in your life. You don't want to think bad luck happens to you. No, we create our own luck. We create our journey. And when bad things do happen to us, as it will for all of us, we're going to experience challenges, is what we call them. We have to find the good out of the bad. We have to find the lessons learned and then move forward with confidence and a stronger strength that we can make it beyond this challenge too. And that's what the mindset for success is all about. Welcome to surviving, to thriving, succeeding in life, love, and career. The mindset to success, to create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. You can go from the sadness, this depression, this unknowingness, this frustration, this loneliness, to saying yes to life and feeling amazing about it. And that is our goal for today. Some of the things that I do, I am a worldwide certified dating life and love coach from RCI, Relationship Coaching Institute. 
I was a licensed mental health counselor for 17 years in private practice. And then I stopped doing that to do coaching full time, which I absolutely love because it's a much higher level of service and I can do it globally. I am one of the five dating coaches on the docu-series, Radical Dating, Finding Lasting Love Over 40. And I'm very proud to say that my client, Scott, is now married. He was the first one to date on the series, the first one to have an exclusive relationship, and the first one to marry. We stay in touch to this day, and he is doing beautifully. I'm so proud of him. Um, a CCTP, you might have seen those initials, that stands for Certified Clinical Trauma Professional, LCADC, which is a Licensed Alcohol and Drug Addictions Counselor. I'm a certified mindset coach and a number one best-selling author. And my two favorite books out of eight, Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams. I've appeared on all the news channels. One of my favorite reports was after the sadness of 9-11, they called me on NBC News four different times to talk about trauma and handle the trauma of the event of 9-11. That was way back in 2001. So I've been working with trauma ever since. I do a lot of articles online on eHarmony, digital romance. I do have a triple master's in applied clinical and counseling psychology. I had a show, Lessons in Life and Love, for television and several radio shows, four radio shows through the years because my first degree was in broadcast communication through Penn State. I have an app. If you don't know that, it's free. It's Lessons in Life and Love on the go. So it's really easy to listen to the podcast there, articles and other cool things. And many of you don't know, I am an interfaith minister and I've been doing weddings since 1997. I really love being a part of people's dreams, whether it was my prior life as a model and talent agent and helping reach their dreams in the entertainment business or reaching their dreams in love by being their officiant or coaching you to find emotionally healthy love. That's what I love to do. Okay, topics to be covered. We're going to go from surviving in life, part A, to the mindset of thriving in life, and there's four parts. So part A is assessing and understanding where the fear-based thinking or limitations in life come from, beginning the process from going to surviving to thriving in life, love, and business, relationship readiness, going from love challenges, unconscious patterns in love, to achieving conscious and emotionally healthy relationships. Second part is the getting you really deeply into the awareness piece, which is so critically important because that's where we all are at. This is where we started the surviving phase. We're doing pretty well, but we want to feel better. We want to do better. And we need to understand how our past has influenced our present today in life, love, and career or from our 20s on. And then this leads to the reinvention and the transformation piece, which is having more self-love, compassion, empathy, and forgiveness for ourselves and others, which then leads to the empowerment of self and each other. Spiritual loving support and confidence to change your path through conscious practice by creating a mindset for success. And why does this matter to me so much? Well, you're going to learn to eliminate for good the negative, unconscious thoughts and destructive, repetitive patterns that are sabotaging your success and happiness in life, love relationships, and joy in business. Learn to learn exactly how you begin to have that emotionally healthy, conscious, evolved relationship and the positive, passionate, successful life full of purpose and happiness using the mindset for success. The terminology I want you to know that as I speak and I use it, you've got it, okay? I say CT a lot for childhood trauma. 
How many CTs do you have? How many childhood traumas? That's what that means. There are more than 10. There's many more, about 20. But actually, I've named 10 on the childhood trauma checklist that many of you took as your pretest before coming on here. Capping is a form of positive self-talk. And you put a positive over a negative thought. You correct it as it's happening. This is a clear way to go from unconscious thinking to conscious awareness. It takes a lot of time and practice. This is part of the rainbow of growth. False negative assumption is something that someone with childhood trauma often have. We assume something is going on when it's really not. And it's a faulty way of thinking. And it's really important that we don't jump to a conclusion out of fear or negative false assumptions. We assume something's true and it's not. And it comes from a needing to feel right or be correct or thinking what it is correct. And it's a very bad habit that we want to be conscious about breaking. The trapeze we talk about often are the tightrope from going from our old life, which somewhat is secure, even though we're not totally happy, to the new life. And it's all about risk and taking challenges and saying yes to yourself more to get to the other side or the other side of the rainbow where there is the pot of gold. And that is so important for you to understand that you don't want to feel stuck anymore in life, love, or career. We only have one life. I've lost too many friends at a young age that made me learn that lesson starting at 16 with my very good friend, Michael Marcucci, who was killed by a drunk driver. One reason I became a drug and alcohol counselor was in his name, not because there was issues in my family around addictions. No, it was because giving back to people with addictions in my soul felt that I was helping in Michael's name. I learned this lesson very young that we have to take the good from the bad. What can we take from a bad situation and make some good out of it? This is the trapeze, right? We can stay stuck in the pain, the fears, the negative thought processes. And the research shows eight out of 10 people have eight out of 10 negative thoughts, okay? So we consciously work on that, my clients. Um, So we want to change that. Imperfect action means we go with good enough because I come from the spirit of love and tenderness and helping you today. So something is better than nothing, right? That's really important. You always want to keep growing and risking for happiness. Don't stay stuck in the fear or the anxiety of life or keep thinking things have to be perfect. No, things can be just good enough and feel great and keep growing. Use spirituality for healing. Faith is such an important part of healing and growth. And please be clear, I am not talking about religion. Any religion can be spiritually based. We are talking about spiritual new age concepts here. And it's really important that you have a sense of faith for growth because it takes risk to say yes to yourself and grow. And with faith, it's not so scary. The illusion means the unconscious is ruling you. Chemistry could rule you when it comes to partner choices. Uh, Emotional triggers could rule you because you haven't healed your past. The goal is to make the unconscious conscious today and live in total conscious awareness. And again, this takes practice. All the work in my trauma studies say it takes about six months. So that's why, you know, my diamond clients work with me about six months. People that work a little less with me know it's always a growing and learning process continually. 
And we always have to keep feeding our minds and our souls, right? With good books, spiritual literatures, being around positive people, being with positive coaches that help you grow and risk and change. The mindset is for success is something I developed in my early 20s. It's called the watch me attitude. And if anyone's read my book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, it's a mindset not around defiance or anger. That's very clear, important that you understand. But it's about a sense of confidence. It's a confident knowing that you are not stuck in this pain, that you will reach your goals and your dreams of what you desire in life and what you set it up to be, you can have. And you'll see this from the stories of my grads today. And these are just three of my beautiful graduates. And I, I get so close to everyone that I work with. And they were so kind to share their stories as well, because that's just who we are. We're really here to help. It feels wonderful. And I started my own research and I discovered nine out of 10 people actually struggle in life and love due to unhealed, unconscious past childhood trauma. And as I'm reading this, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's everybody else. My childhood was normal, right? And that's what I hear from most people that talk to me. It's like, no, my childhood was pretty normal, Rihanna. And then when they look at the list, it's like, wait a minute. Yes, I can remember this has happened. And I wanted to know really what made my ex risk everything that we had, this wonderful, brilliant, loving relationship. Now, I knew he was ACOA which is adult child of an alcoholic. And back then, that's all they spoke about under ACOA. If your mom or dad was an alcoholic, these were some of the traits. So I knew he had that, and his father was a very bad alcoholic. But then I started looking again, and it's like he was, had verbal abuse, and he was emotionally abused, and he grew up poor. And then I just started putting all the puzzle pieces together of other people I dated and other people that I knew had come from addiction issues. Also, in my work, I mean, I worked in drug rehab centers for adolescents and for women in Atlantic City, little adolescent center. And I worked with kids in schools from kindergarten all the way through college level as the SAC counselor, student assistant counselor who works with kids of trauma or who are struggling or who are bullied or are the bullies. So all this trauma work started coming together as I was doing the, the research. Dawned on me at that time, my husband was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You know, the movie, the Broadway show, which I, I did see on Broadway and I loved it. I'm like, He's that exact character type. He was successful, romantic, charming, loving, passionate. We had a great time together. But the hidden personality type that he hid from the world, that was Mr. Hyde. Same thing in the show. Now, if you didn't get that from the show, watch it again and you'll totally see it. And this was a sociopathic person. And a sociopath uses people for pleasure or profit. And there's never any remorse. They don't apologize. I still have not gotten an apology to this day, but I'm not waiting for it. They're selfish. They're impulsive. They're abusive. They can be deceitful, usually are, angry, aggressive, irresponsible, a pathological liar, have grandiose self-help, manipulative, lack empathy, be promiscuous sexually, have poor behavior controls, which was obvious, and prone to boredom and addictions. And this is called splitting of the personality. What I experienced when I uncovered this was a trigger. It's called an emotional trigger. And this is when an adult unconsciously feels like attacked or anxious or fearful or reacts in a very significant way or could be almost overly dramatic way to a person or an event when under stress in a life or love relationship. And the origin is always tied to an emotional or physical trauma that occurred to you when you were a very young child. 
Okay. And when you're young, like in this picture with the children, um, you're seeing the father there is an al alcoholic. What they're doing is just shutting down. They're closing their ears. They are looking at him. So all these messages are coming into the brain, right? And trauma stays stored in the brain and the body. Constantly you are getting those messages. And as you're growing up in this fear-based household, the trauma stays stored in the brain and the body over time. So here's part one, lesson two. For two years of research, I found solutions to the problems that existed around childhood and love trauma and created both dating to mating for singles and relationship rescue for couples to help both singles and couples in that process. And then my floodgates opened because once I was coaching people like this and teaching them this in my therapy center, Therapy by the Sea in New Jersey, People are like telling everybody about it. Oh my God, I figured out what was going on. No, it's why I attracted the person I did. I know what's wrong with my husband and I. I know why I'm not able to date someone who's healthy. Everybody's like joining into this bandwagon of, oh my God, these answers are like amazing. I wanted to share this with the world. I had found that everybody's anxiety and unconscious emotional triggers were really wreaking havoc in their life and caused the problems in their dating and married life when they really truly craved a great loving relationship, right? That's, we're human, that's our first basic need is this deep love. So the coping behaviors were what was sabotaging us. I described the cycle of pain. Now there is also a cycle of domestic abuse, which I also teach, which is similar to this, but this is more around the childhood trauma issue. It first begins with frustration and fast trigger anger fighting dysfunctional behaviors, which then goes into ruining the passion, the fun, the trust, and the friendship that you have with your partner. You start to feel hopeless about the future, and then you feel that walking on eggshells feeling that everybody hates, that ongoing anxiety and stress, and then there's a period of making up. And the research shows when you're in these volatile situations, the calm period is about one to two weeks, around 10 days. And then you hope the calm lasts forever. You're trying to get the beginning stages back, right? And then it's this fighting the frustrations again, and then the fast trigger anger, then this function again, right? Now I want to review some of the four love tests. We're going to go into the childhood trauma checklist now, and then the ACOA checklist, and then it will do the relationship readiness test and the red flags checklist. Now, if you have not seen these tests, you can do them for free on my website, rihannamilne.com. You can take notes as you're doing them. Hopefully you've done them already. I have a whole pile of people that have done them and we can talk if you're interested in, in talking to me about diving deeper into those. You can get a life and love transformation discovery session with me. Okay. What is trauma? It's a traumatic event. It's either one single experience that can be horrifying, like a rape, or an enduring, repeated, or multiple experiences, like being yelled at daily, weekly, knowing when your next punishment's going to come. But it completely overwhelms your ability to cope. Now, as children, we have to cope. There's nowhere we can go. We're in this household. We have to learn to deal with it in some way. Most children choose shutting down. As teenagers, they start acting out. If you're a parent of teenagers and you're starting to see your teen acting out, that is a red flag that you need to pay attention to. The children that shut down can bully others at school. 
or, you know, as they become teens, they may turn to addictions, drinking, getting high, just to escape. There's different ways people cope, usually not healthy ways, but as children, they're not emotionally mature enough to be able to handle this type of trauma and emotions that they're experiencing. 10 childhood traumas, or the Kaiser Permanente study calls it the ACE study, which stands for Adverse Childhood Events. And it's a brilliant study you all should look at. It correlates how when you have trauma when you're young, it actually comes out in earlier diseases as an adult, like chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, heart attacks, diabetes, even Alzheimer's, okay, because stress causes dis-ease of the body, right? That's the other reason why you want to get the trauma out of your body for your health. I work with my clients. It's holistic, mind, body, spirit. All three must be in correlation for the healing. All very important. Uh, the ACE study did nothing on career results or love results, but health. But it's a, a fabulous study you should all be aware of. Is ways to treat and heal the body healthy without medications. Medications can actually be very um, toxic on the liver, toxic on the body. So we try to do everything we can holistically. So let's go over the 10 traumas. I want to make sure that you know that this is not about shaming okay, to feel ashamed. Remember, we were little kids. We couldn't help what happened to us if our father was an alcoholic. So we're trying to look at these statements as fact. Did they happen? Okay. Second, it's not to go back and now shame our parents or blame them because they did the best they could. You have to understand childhood trauma goes through the generations. The most recent research shows at least three generations Okay, so they went through trauma and their parents went through trauma. So when you go back, all imperfect humans trying to live a good human life, right? So it's not about blame or shame. See, and if you'd like, as we go through this together, you can also mark down mom or dad if they've had any of these so we can define the puzzle deeper for you. Okay, so did your parent have any addiction? Now, the Kaiser study says drugs or alcohol. Now, me being an addictions professional, I said there's a lot more addictions than that that affect a family or the parent-child relationship. So we have drugs, alcohol, sex, that means a chronic cheater, porn, gambling, hoarding, eating, spending, TV watching, checking out on TV, gaming, and overworking. Okay, so those are some of the addictions that may have impacted you. Second, verbal abuse. Did you witness or receive any yelling, cursing, verbal put-downs? Or if they were mad at you, given the silent treatment for hours or days, they refused to talk to you. These are all forms of verbal abuse. I also define it as never hearing compliments, never hearing great job, honey, or I'm proud of you. Those things that a kid craves to hear from their parents. All kids want to do good. Trust me, I've worked with them for years. All kids want to do good. If you know this method of raising your kids, which I call positive behavioral, I will be doing a, a parenting course one day when I have a chance to write it. You know, I've raised my daughters in this way and they're very, very successful, amazing girls. And I teach my parents uh, in coaching as well, how to teach the mindset for success to your kids. It's so important. If you tell them one thing in a fit of rage or anger, they will remember it. And this what leads to feeling unworthy. 
So please be careful of what you say to your children. You are their love. You are their first love. If your parents, they need to attach to you and feel good, and then they can be more balanced adults. Emotional abuse, neglect, or witnessing domestic violence. If you remember feeling afraid by being left alone for long periods of time, your parents were separated or divorced. This is also under emotional abuse. Uh, Our generation, uh, women started divorcing husband. There was a lot of latchkey kids because our single moms had to work from nine to five. So the kids would let themselves in after school. And even in the research, they show that as a form of neglect. I mean, we were out supporting our children, but um, that's what the research shows. Okay, the next one's physical abuse of any kind of beatings, being sexually abused, raped, or molested, and that could have happened inside the family home or outside of the family home. Next one is abandonment from either parent, and there's two types, fault or no fault abandonment that I define. Now, it's interesting, this was not on the Kaiser study at all, and later studies have come out and added abandonment. It was on mine from the very beginning because of all the kids I worked with rehab or in the hospital setting or in the schools. A fault abandonment I name as if a parent just stops seeing the child. It's their child. They leave the the marriage or the relationship and they just don't see the child on a regular basis. So the child's always longing to see that other parent. A no fault abandonment would be if your parent goes off to war and your child is always worried for you to come home. If you happen to die early, you know, of course, it's not the parent's fault, but that's a very big abandonment for a child. And then third, if your parent travels all the time. And I identified that as my own story, you know, with my father being gone, me asking my mom, when's dad coming home? And she would say, well, I don't know. And I'm thinking, why doesn't she not know? <laughs> you know, they're married. And that was really weird, but we didn't know he was CIA, FBI, and he really couldn't tell our family his whereabouts, you know? So I was always delighted when he walked in the door, but I was wondering, when is he coming home? And that though is how he supported our family. So that's a no fault abandonment, that part. Okay. Being part of adoption, being adopted, being part of foster care or having to live with other relatives or in other homes. One of my clients in uh, one of my dating to mating classes says, well, Rihanna, what if I chose to live with another family because I didn't want to go home? I said, yes, that would qualify under number six because she was afraid to go home with all the, the abuse going on there. Number seven, personal trauma. This is the biggest one that I find exists in almost everybody. Some personal trauma somewhere feeling either worthless or guilty or ashamed. If you were bullied, I was a tall, real skinny girl with big glasses, you know, begged my mom at 12, can I have contacts, please give it to me for my three birthdays for Christmas, just get me out of these glasses. I felt different. I did win a a scholarship to modeling school at age 12 because my family with five kids could never have sent me to modeling school. And it's like, I can be skinny there. (laughs) So I did. I won the, the scholarship. I was very surprised I won. And that started my journey into confidence and different type of life that I could enjoy. And I didn't feel so different. But the kids I work with in the schools having a medical condition like asthma or diagnosis ADHD, they feel different right off the bat, right? These are some of the things that can make you just feel different, personal trauma. Number eight is sibling trauma. 
you feel like your parents treated one of the other kids as the golden child that got more accolades, time, and attention. But that also could have happened if one of your siblings had a medical issue and they needed your parents' time and attention, or if your sibling bullied you. Okay, those are all sibling traumas. Number nine is family traumas. Again, frequent moves, military family experiencing poverty, lack, war, incarceration of a parent, loss of a home due to mortgage crises. It's amazing how many kids in the school in Vineland, New Jersey had incarcerated parents. I had the friendship group for lunch group. I had 11 kids, 10 of the 11 kids had parents incarcerated. So a lot of kids are going through that and they were the bullies of the school. That's why I was seeing them in group. Then I've added from further down the list, community trauma. And I put it part as number nine because this is becoming so huge. This is our school and mass community shootings. That falls under community trauma. Loss of homes by our floods, our hurricanes, our fires, volcanoes. There's so much mother nature attacking us in huge, huge ways to our climate warming. And this, of course, devastates adults. But can you imagine the little children seeing their parents that they turn to for safety and security, not feeling safe and secure? That's a huge trauma that many of our children have been experiencing in the past 10 to 15 years. I remember my kids, the Columbine was the first incident. They were senior in high school and they're now 36 and 37. So I was petrified when this all started happening as a school counselor. Don't you know, in the schools, unfortunately, most of us that were laid off, I was laid off, even though the month before I got teacher of the month, they laid us off because they lost funding for the SAC counselors. And we really should be the first to be hired. If there's any school officials out there, you know, make sure you get your people that know trauma into your schools. It's really important. And then the last one is unstable parent with mental health issues. Us baby boomers, our parents did not go to counseling, so we kind of have to diagnose this for ourselves. You know, bipolar and borderline, they're most too difficult to deal with as young kids. Borderline is that fast trigger anger. You don't know what you'll get. Sometimes they're their most fun parent, but man, when they're mad, shh. They're horrid, you know, and it's scary, and you never know when they're going to slip into that rage. That's borderline. Bipolar is manic depressive. Manic is, uh, could be a gambling spree or a cheating spree, a spending spree, eating binge. Depression could come out as anger, checking out emotionally, or extreme fatigue. So any of those. Having a narcissistic parent where it's all about them. They don't care about the wife and the kids. Being anxious, critical, controlling, fast trigger anger, or your parent might have bullied you. And again, that may or may not be diagnosed. Research shows nine out of 10 of us have at least one to three. And when you see my list that I think is really much clearer, it's easier to identify. And like I said, the original Kaiser list, I thought left out so much important things. They left out foster care kids. They just left out of important things that I thought were really, really critical. We want to also consider the severity index of one to 10. So if you were taking notes, write down where your severity levels are, one being the least and 10 being the most severe. Let's discuss this. So if you had three beatings in your life that scared the crap out of you. You all remember all three of them, but there were only three. That might be a three or a four for you. But if you're getting beat two to three times a week, that's a nine. 
Does that make sense? Or a 10? I want to judge the severity levels because that helps me paint the picture to help you. What happens after all this? We have to now see where the sabotaging behaviors come from based on the traumas you had and the level of traumas that you had. And everybody is very individualistic. So I'm going to try to teach you today as a large group as much as I can. However, when I meet with you, it's different for everyone. You understand because everybody's story is different. Everybody's type of trauma is different. And that's what I have to look at. These are some of the common things that you'll see in partners that have had childhood trauma that's still unhealed as an adult or in yourselves. So you want to look at past partners and yourself. And again, this is time to really be honest and awake to awareness. Yes, I can be this way and take your notes again, in case we meet, I'm going to want to know this information going back to with five or more ACEs or CTs, sociopathic tendencies could emerge. Now, definitely when you're in the range of eight, nine, and 10, you're more sociopathic personality type. Okay, jealousy. This comes from being bullied and not feeling good enough. So even if you grew to be a gorgeous woman and you're very successful and you're with this guy and he's looking around the room and you feel like, "Uh uh-oh, he likes her more than me. I think, why am I jealous? That comes from unhealed wounds. Lying for no reason. Did you ever have a partner that lies about everything? It's like, why do you have to lie about that? You know, I know what the truth is. And some of that is called gaslighting, where they're trying to make you believe these falsities, right? And that gets you to believe then into a false negative assumption type of pattern because you have a partner you just can't trust, you can't rely on. So these are people that were normally physically and verbally abused. They were afraid to tell the truth. Parents out there, please make your children safe to tell you the truth. I remember one of my interviews with Alexa, we have several of them on my YouTube channel, but she says, mom, I never remember you yelling at me, like not once. And I read early on when I did my studies on raising good kids, I I got a lot of my information from the Doman Institute. It's called the Baby Better Institute back then. And it was outside of Philadelphia. I grew up in Huntington Valley, outside of Philly. And I could drive there. I picked up materials and I was teaching my kids from babies and they were reading by two years old. And, and I was doing the psychological things to raise successful kids. And not that I meant my kids to be science experiments, but you know, they've gone on to have very successful careers. And Alexi is one of the millennial mentor award and top 11 entrepreneurs in Ford and Inc magazine. I mean, 35 years old, this stuff works. That's the bottom line. It's the mindset. You're teaching them the mindset of success. It's so important, guys, that you learn that if you're parents. And and I love teaching this work and seeing it work with my clients and their children. Control. Okay, if you have a partner that wants to control you, that means you had no control as a child. So you grow up craving control as an adult. Or the partner you're with lacks their own personal control and they want to control you. If you have someone that's controlling, that you be very careful. And manipulates and seduces. That means uses charm or humor to be liked. They say, well, I want someone who has a great sense of humor. I'm there. Be careful. (laughs) I did research on comedians and people that are funny usually use humor to cover up either a lot of insecurity or to manipulate, to use be charming. And a lot of people with high humor or sarcasm 
came from difficult childhoods. Be careful around that, manipulation and seduction. Now, I'll give you an example of that. Let's say a little boy comes home with his F on a test. He's scared to death he's going to be beat by his father. He changes it into an A, gets away with it. He goes, wow, lying works. So this is lying, manipulating the facts. And the same child that doesn't feel very loved at home may go in and schmooze his female teacher. So he learns to be charming and cute and funny with the teacher of the class clown. May grow up to be very popular, very well liked, and yet had very high insecurity issues. So we want to be very careful about that charming person. Blames won't apologize. As someone that blames you all the time and they'll never apologize, that is signs of sociopathy. They need to be right. They lack remorse. They can't see your point of view. They need their point of view forced upon you. This is a really bad warning sign. You want to see that early on. And then people pleasing happens a lot to women because as little girls, we're told to be quiet, go to your room, don't say anything, shut down. Us little girls handle difficult mothers or fathers by people pleasing them. You could have experienced verbal abuse, emotional abuse. You want to be liked. You want to be loved. You want to get a hug. You'd love to get a compliment. So you do anything to keep the peace. And then you've learned to do that as a partner. And many, many women score high on the ACOA test in this section. And in 2011, when I was starting my research, one in 25 people were sociopathic, according to Martha Stout's book, which was excellent, The Sociopath Next Door. However, the research is saying now more like six or seven out of 25. So it's getting worse. There's a lot of people walking around wounded with childhood traumas, and they are hurting a lot of people. We're going to stop here for today in Lessons in Life and Love. And next week, we'll go into part two from surviving to thriving in life, love, and career using the mindset for success. Should you desire to join me for the second live showing of this webinar, that will be this Saturday, October 5th at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. Go to my website, rihannamilne.com, scroll down the homepage, and you'll find the webinar there to sign up and join. Or simply go to my Facebook page, Coach Rihanna Milne, and you'll see a link for the October 5th showing there. It's a six-hour intensive workshop for single women. Okay, love angels and transformers, that's all we have time for today. I appreciate you sharing the love and the mission of helping me change the way the world loves by sending the show link to your friends who you love and care about. Please take a moment to subscribe and give a five-star rating to the show and comment on what you like about it and want to learn in an upcoming podcast episode in LessonsInLifeAndLove.com website or on your favorite podcast app. You can easily share the show from there. Remember, you can reach out for help from me during the week at my website, RihannaMilne.com and get my free ebook at HaveTheLoveYouDeserve.com. HaveTheLoveYouDeserve.com. And as always, I am here to help you create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a blessed and fabulous week. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. If you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.